It is May 12th, 2023. Blah! I did it. I screwed it up for the first time in a long time. Man, what I are you gonna completely do? messed it up. All right. Let's do it again. One more time. You want to hit the intro again? Please. Welcome to Pixels and Puppets, the Operation Puppet Podcast, the only podcast to combine the subjects of gaming, tech, media, and puppets for no easily explainable reason. It is May 12th, 2023. You are the internet. I am Kevin Blades. My pronouns are he, him, and this is episode nine of Pixels and Puppets, the Operation Puppet Podcast. Joining me are my co-hosts. His pronouns are he, him. It's Jamie, a.k.a. Scumboy. Buenos dias. And his pronouns are he, him. It's Andrew, a.k.a. Bat Phantom. Kevin made me make my own Caesar, and I'm not used to making my own drinks, and I think I might have put too much vodka in it. No such thing. You probably should. Should have canceled so, beforehand. You know, I just, I mean, it looked okay, but I'm feeling it. <laughs> we, we, you can't carry someone to Caesar. They need to make their own yeah, Caesar. I, I get that, but it's true. I only started drinking like seven years ago, five, six years ago. So. <laughs> Look, math, good. Hey, you know, it was, no. I'm, I'm a late bloomer. So, on that note, how, how are, all, all y'all buzzed, I guess. Lubricated. There you go. That's good. Uh, no, it's good. It's been good. Had a, you know, long week, but I'm glad it's over and we're uh, recording it's been this a podcast. Very long week. I've been looking forward to this podcast, especially just because it's a good reason to get together and, uh, and hang out. I posted this on the Discord today, which I don't know why I'm using the Discord as my personal therapist, but I am. Mm. Um, and it's like, this is the same for me uh, for the podcast and for concerts and for any like event that's coming up. It's like I'm really enthusiastic about it right up until the day that it happens. Mm. And then I'm like, I don't want to do this now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like the, the old, man, I hope people give me an excuse to cancel or people cancel these plans. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a joke where you get to a certain age when somebody says, oh, sorry, I can't make it. And you're like, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have no plans. I mean, I'm kind of halfway because th- there is an arc. There is an arc sure. to that because, like, then it gets to a point where you're not doing anything ever. Absolutely. And, and like, I would like to do some things. It turns out, yeah. So yep. we're we're doing some things now. That's right. A podcast. So, uh, item one, we have a question. We got a question. We got a question. In the question, I'm gonna let you ask the question channel bucket i mean question bucket is a waypoint thing maybe we'll call it the question bucket in honor of the dearly departed <laughs> they ain't using it no more yeah, exactly um, we just we just wipe the prints off and it'll be yeah, fine exactly patrick galby will be fine um question time hi pixels and puppets crew long time listener first time being mentioned on the podcast If you could only watch one movie franchise slash TV series for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? I'd go for The Simpsons because they will eventually parody everything else. And there's like 33 seasons, so it would never run out. That's from Scarlet. Shout out Scarlet, who's clearly never been mentioned. Never mentioned. Hey, uh, hey, Hey, Scarlet. 
Thank you for asking that question. I don't this know. is who, a good question. It is a good question. I actually don't know. So I, I have an answer. It's, this you, is my, you go first because you have This is my an go-to. Every time anyone says right. you can only watch one movie for the rest of your life, what movie is it? But it's movie series. It's, movie, it's, it's either movie, series franchise, or, like or franchise. TV series. Yeah. But this is just a single movie, All right. and it's Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. I mean, well, you could at least expand that to the Indiana Jones franchise. I mean, you could throw one in three. Young, Temple of young, Doom young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Just, up Pablo just Raiders. I could watch oh, no Raiders of Lost Ark forever. Even though if Indiana Jones had stayed home that day, the outcome would have been the same. Yeah. There would have been melted zombies. <laughs> not zombies, Nazis at the end of it. Um, they would have got their but quicker. it's just such a good Film. I mean, it ends with melted Nazis. And it's, what else, it, you know, it's well, the only Indiana, Indiana Jones movie that has a good MacGuffin. But the the yeah. second movie, the stones, whatever. The third movie, the Grail was great until they hit the you can't take it across the seal. Uh, okay, so why? Like again, we could have stayed home and just let the Nazis fall into a pit. I, I guess I, there's an argument that the Nazis never would have found the Ark. If, if he hadn't, if he hadn't that's, come, that's, that's true. Yeah. That's they true. Sort of dug around for a while and went, meh. It's not fuck here. It, it's a myth. Let's go. Um, but you know, it wouldn't be in Area Fifty One if it wasn't there, for uh, Indiana you Jones. You can, you can, you can make the argument that it's the perfect movie. It, it for and me, it many, is. many people have mm-hmm. have argued it. I mean, if you're going to have a metric, it's pretty hard to break. Uh, for myself, I mean, it's hard to say in, just because. It's it's framed in a way that you could say in a continuing series. Mm-hmm. So you know if if they were keep they keep making new ones, you could still see the new ones. Which it's always nice to see new things. But um, you know it's easy to say the Marvel series for that. But I mean I'm already well. I mean I was going to talk about it a little bit. I saw Guardians Volume Three. Oh yeah, and uh, and it's great. But you know that whole thing is kind of. Um, coming to a crescendo mm. you know it's it's already had its climax there's it's inarguable that endgame was the climax of the marvel cinematic universe and, sure you know it's this it's, is the wave receding now well, it's, it's just the whole it's it's what came after and they're building for other things but it's it's absolutely not going to be the same but there's only so many times the entire universe can be at jeopardy exactly right you know, like, unless you're it's like unless oh you're, well there's no more stakes like unless you're writing that. star trek yeah. Oh, Jesus. Because um, I, I would have said Star Trek before the last couple of years. Actually, I'll say Star Trek anyway, because I can just just put TOS and TNG and uh, DS9 and Voyager on a loop and just just <laughs> enjoy that forever. I think I think that'll be, that'd be that's my safe answer. I mean, I guess Star Wars, it has to be Star Wars. And yeah. the movies, like, too. There's no, there's no other answer for me. I mean, there has to be. It It's so much a part of my DNA. Mm-hmm. And there's also now, thankfully, so much of it that like it's a deep well. Yeah. I like the idea that somebody's policing this and somebody's actually enforcing I'm like, no no, <laughs> you're on this desert island now and you have to these are the rules. You you agreed you can only watch Star Wars from now but on. But I got to the point where it's like I've I've absorbed so much Star Wars that I'm making new Star Wars, right? Like it's just you, you'd be this... Christian Bale in Reign of Fire acting out Star Wars for the young kids. <laughs> on, on this this note I was watching one of the tested videos recently where he's looking at the stop motion stuff from the Phil Tippett Studios for the new oh, yeah. Star Wars stuff. Yep. And they mentioned the Bomar monks. And mm-hmm. he's like, what's the Bomar monk? And I'm like, I cannot believe that I know the Bomar monks and the man who has actually done Built models, models for, yeah. for ILM for Star Wars doesn't. Like, I, I just had this little... 
I'm this much better than I was. Well, oh, I used to read the uh, Star Wars encyclopedia for fun, so I'm probably actually yeah, not. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I shouldn't elevate myself up here. But I do love it when the pictures of Baby Adam Savage. Oh working yes, on, working on Episode One coming. Yes, around every it's, once in a while. This is the thing that, like you know, people don't quite get, and, and particularly people in the fandom don't quite get. It's like the people who are making this stuff have a different perspective on mm-hmm. it than people who are absorbing this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're they're creating the stuff that you will then go and mythologize. Yes. They're not at the position of there being an existing mythology. You, you, you are the people who are absorbing the mythology. You are the ones who are creating this giant thing that, that pre-existed. They're making it up as they go along. And, right? and I mean, in the original trilogy, there's about two dozen frames of a Bomar monk in yeah. one movie. So it's not like it, it was, was a major plot point. Absolutely like, hey, this would be cool. Let's do a spider thing with a big bowl. With, a, yeah. with a brain in it. There was a great, I, can't, I, I saw the Mastodon. It was a great diagram of like a little square and it was like um, an arrow pointing to it with the words, uh, a costume designer in the 70s saw a cool thing. And then, like, an entire structure built around it going, like, the entire mythology of Star Wars based on this. It was like, you know, the Corellian blood stripes. Yes, on, on, on Han's, on Han's pants. pants. It's like, they meant nothing at the time. They just went, hey, this would look cool, right? And it, I but saw the now, one of RCMP guy once. Yeah. It looked, it looked cool. It's an entire, you know, thing gets built around it because of that. And that's exactly what it is. Like, it's it's... It's production designers and, and, and artists going, hey, this would be a cool thing. This would fit the the feeling that we're going for. And mm-hmm. then afterwards, we like backfill. The extended universe yeah. really filled a lot of this stuff in. It would be amazing if everybody had cell phones with cameras back in the 70s when they were making Star Wars. And they were all just <laughs> documenting themselves and just being total fucking nerds. And nerding it up nerd style and just There's a fair amount of that early ILM stuff that exists, which is which is hilarious. Pictures because, at like, least. But yeah. Even some video. Just like some nice uh, They've got some ca- behind the points. motion control video of all the uh, models exploding. That. Yeah, that it was, was cool. all a lot of stoned hippies, man. It really oh. was. Like it was just like watching the rig for the um the trench run where yeah. it's literally a pickup truck running along this forty foot long <laughs> model they made. Would it be cool if we could get the camera to do the same thing every time? Yeah. We'd need to yeah. use a computer for that. That would be cool. Let's do that. I have a Sinclair uh, ZX Spectrum. <laughs> Can we make this work? And then 20 years from now, George will just throw it all in the fucking dumpster and make his own <laughs> digital version and claim that it's new and better. And it'll act to a golf ball on a, a stick. Criterion, save us. Please release Star Wars A New Hope I on mean... 4K. It's I you know I've got the specialized nice. editions. Yeah, I know. I, I it's nice that we have those. Anyways, I, there anyway. we go, Scarlet. There's your answer. <laughs> that is an answer. It's, that is a that's a lot of answer for right. for a relatively straightforward question. <laughs> so I guess we'll round out the intro here with reminding the good people out there that, yes, this does, in fact, cost us money for hosting. Not a lot, but enough. So if you want to support the podcast, you can go to ko-fi.com slash Operation Puppet. 
Give whatever you can afford. If you can't afford it, that's also fine. But it will help us with the hosting costs every month, and uh, that would be very cool. We can, Kev- we can Kevin won't let me this. run the mar- run the uh, the uh, marathon. No, no, God damn it! I had it. Oh, telethon. No. It's the liquor. The liquor. <laughs> I want to do the the operation. There's puppet something telethon. a thought. Tele- if you yeah. donate twenty five dollars, we have this lovely duffel. We, we need a twenty four hour. You want a tote Telethon. bag, don't you? Everyone's a tote bag. Everyone needs a tote. How are you going to tote things we're without gonna, a tote bag? Gonna, Literally, you can't. We're going to have uh, gymnastics teams coming in and doing this is random like the stuff. WNED Buffalo. Yeah. Rip Taylor. Yeah. We're going to have Rip Taylor on. I will, Commander Tom is going to come in. I will Jerry Lewis the shit out robot. of it. Oh, we'll, we'll get... Um, <laughs> Yo, never walk we'll get, we'll get Bimbo the birthday clown. Oh, God. <laughs> deep cuts. The deep, most important thing we will have is the tote board. Roll it. Yeah, you want to know what the tote board is? $79. You yeah, you don't want... I, would, I wish it was $79. Anyway, thank you, everybody. We're going to take a quick actual break because I need some liquid. And then we will be right back with the Puppet Pit. You have entered an alternate dimension. A dimension of fleece and fur, of foam and industrial adhesives. So I hope you have good ventilation. A signpost up ahead. Watch your step. You have just stumbled into the Puppet Pit. Welcome to the Puppet Pit, where we talk about the puppet side of Operation Puppet for the previous two weeks. And so... Puppet... There's been some puppeting. Puppet. There's been a little light, bit of puppeting. Light puppeting. Puppet. Puppet. There's been some mild puppeting. Puppet. Forecast call for light puppeting across the north. Pu- puppet showers in the morning, for clearing up in the afternoon. Playing the drinking game. Every time we say puppet, you take a drink. <laughs> I've had. I literally have a glass of water Rest right here. Peace. I went to get some liquid. I actually got water. What's what's in this glass? Right now is water. It's pure vodka. It's not vodka. It's water. I was very tempted by the Gin. iced coffee I have in the fridge. Oh. That would be a mistake at 9 o'clock at Stimulants night. Stimulants at night. Yeah. yeah. Not not a good idea. Anyway, so yeah. So What about your homemade Kahlua? <laughs> Jesus. That's not even a thing. I don't even <laughs> not, know what. Not yet. What is What is Kahlua? It's coffee-flavored liqueur. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. Mm. Okay. It was a Simpsons joke where he was trying to smuggle in his homemade Kahlua into a sports game. That's right. Sure. <laughs> was, that was a deep cut. That is a deep cut. Take some okay. coffee and leave it for a while. That's right. Just, so, yeah. it, I don't know if it's actually like coffee flavoring added to a liqueur or if it is fermented mm. coffee. Let's be perfectly clear. Homer's homemade Kahlua is cold coffee and vodka. Oh, it's you no, know, it's like <laughs> Ripple or Lightning Bolt and yeah. and coffee. And he just calls it homemade Kahlua. Yeah. Screech. Anyway, so puppets, huh? <laughs> wow. Liquid we're puppets. Off, we're off the hook, folks. Um, so there were there was some building. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Not this week, but the previous week. There was a regular song puppet, a song with arms. Can we call that even, the deluxe song? The deluxe <laughs> song, yes, exactly. Uh, I had a, I had a, a client... Who was the partner of a previous client who loved the greebly that their client, their their partner? Oh God! There's so many 
It's the client of the client who likes the client's client's Greebly. It's a new client whose partner was a client who bought a Greebly and loved the Greebly, but also wanted a song with arms. So I made a song. I made a song with arms. That's the that's the short. It's not the first. You've done a song with arms before. At least two songs with arms before. Yes, they look very um, like nineteen seven seventies Muppets when they they have arms. They're pre Don Celine era. Yeah, Muppety. They they stop being furry and they start looking like they have beards. And uh, I like it a lot. Um, so I did that, and then I did this yellow goblin, and the yellow goblin turned out real good, mm-hmm. uh, and I like it you a lot. have been just hitting goblins out of the park. I I well, they're goblins. I mean, I shout mean, out to Arson. Yes, shout out, shout out Arson. I don't even know if Leia. I don't think Leia actually listens to podcasts, so maybe, I don't maybe they know. will. We'll find out. We'll find Leia. If you can hear this, let us know. We're not going to bring it up on the Discord. Yes. We will find out if you listen to podcasts because you will say, yes, I listen to that podcast. I'm, I'm putting money on Scar DMing them and telling them yeah, to listen to the exactly. podcast. Um, but I did a Yellow Goblin who ended up like, I. this is one of the ones that I went in like, I have no idea what this is going to be. I got this Yellow Fleece. I know I want to do a Goblin. Yeah, you had that low pile yellow fur for the body. Yes, yes, that was the thing. That was, oh, wow, now that you remind me, that yellow fur I used for the body, Mm -hmm. I had literally got in the first week that I started building. Really? Right, it was like from Fabricville or something. So you should should post it as vintage. It absolutely is vintage because, (laughs) like, there's no more. That's it. That's all there is, and that's all there will ever be. So the Yellow Goblin uh, got done. It it ended up being very Mr. Burnsy. It's a very like I can see that because it's got this like fringe of hair yeah the the, the, the yeah. halo of hair and then I went okay that's it for my builds for the month that 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 flushed out what I had planned to do and then it's like the studio hasn't had a decent cleanup in, in since its inception well not really it, it's had one major cleanup yeah. since its inception four years ago mm. okay so. It's time. It was getting to the point that I couldn't, like, I couldn't build something larger like a live hands puppet because I was literally knocking stuff over as I was trying. And to there was the drifts of previous tech from that room's use as a streaming oh, room. There's just there was so much cruft built up that like, cruft. yeah, there was just tons and tons of stuff. Like literally, there. I posted a video on YouTube of, of like where Frankie goes to try and fix the cable and he comes up and he's covered with stuff. Yes. All I did to get that shot was literally reach down, like, open my hand, reach down, close my hand, pull it up, and that's what I came up with. All Mm -hmm. the stuff on the top of his head was just what was in my hand when I reached Mm -hmm. down to the floor. So I was like, we got to do something about this. It's getting to the point where it's interrupting my ability to actually build stuff. When you weren't able to put stuff places. uh... Yeah, there was just, there was no place left for anything. And it's like, it got to the point that, like, I need new raw materials, mm-hmm. but there's no place to put it. But again, yeah, there's, there's, no, there's no space for anything anymore. So this week I went, that's it. We're, we're shutting down everything, including the build streams, because I mean, in order to dismantle this thing, like I had to tear it down to the bone mm-hmm. and build it back up again. In order to do that, I had to tear down all the live stream setup. So that's why there was no, there's been no build streams for like what, two weeks, I guess. Yes. Maybe two weeks. Um, but, boy, oh boy, has there ever been progress. I have rebuilt the entire build stream setup. Mm-hmm. I've got new shelving in there. 
Have you I, gotten to the uh, fleece storage? I haven't got. Well, kind of. I got down to the fleece storage. Yeah, I've. Jimmy G's. It's yeah. It's I. Th- there's there's a bin next to the the fleece storage, and that had a whole bunch of stuff in it that I'm like, one day I'll need all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I I haven't looked at it in two years. Yeah. Right. So I was like, nah. Whatever is in here is clearly unnecessary because I haven't looked at it in two years. Let's just dump it. And all the stuff that was on top of it was all of my eyeball stuff. So it was all the ping pong balls and EVA foam spheres and the safety eyes and all the stuff that I use for eyes and noses were on top of this bin. And then everything in the bin was completely useless because I've never used it. So I'm like, I'm going to open this bin, see what's in here, get rid of the stuff I can't use, put all the eyeball stuff in it, and then that's it. And we're done. And that's what I did today. So that's nice. the point we're up to. So I'm almost at the point. And that was right next to the flea storage. So the flea storage is is next. It's on the list. It's shaking in its boots. So I've got three more areas of the studio to really do. The flea storage, the fur storage. Actually, two more areas to do. The flea storage, the fur storage. And that's kind of it. Then I'm good. Um, but the good news is because of that... Because I've managed to get all the tech sorted out, I've rebuilt the entire streaming setup. So I don't think this week, this week I still need a little more time. I am back up to the point that I can start building again, and which is good because I have a couple of commissions that I really should get to. But um, there won't be a build stream this week, but there almost certainly will be starting again next week, which is good news because I originally thought it's going to be like two months before I'm able to get back to build streams. And that's much faster than I had anticipated. So that's the good news is that we're going to go back to the build streams, uh, not this week, but next week. So, but, you know, uh, when, when the week that we record the next podcast will be the week that the build streams come back. Call it June. College. Well, you know what? Yeah, probably Juneish. Juneish. Um, so yeah, that's kind of it. Um, and the next builds are going to be all commissions. And one of the things I've been kind of worried about with uh, that is I'm in a kind of slow point for you know social media presence because I haven't been building because I've been like you know tearing down the studio and rebuilding it. Um, it, it's a weird kind of state to be in as a quote unquote content creator. And yes, I hate that term, but yeah. it's, it's, you know, it is what it is. Um, so what I've been doing for the past few days is like posting, here are some older builds that newer people may not have seen. Mm-hmm. And it's actually been getting some pretty decent That's views and stuff. Ask. So yeah. And, and it's actually relevant, I think, because it's like, true. A lot of people would not have seen them. There's been a lot of people that have come on board in the past year that just haven't gone back and seen. Like I get a couple of people every month who are like, go to my, you know, Instagram and go, oh my God. And then go through all of my old posts and like every single one. Of them, right? I like to picture you like pre pre operation puppet. Like, hi everybody, my name's Kevin and this is Jerry. And you just got a sock in your hand. It's like this is my puppet that I made. He's he's, he's my new best friend. Hey, it's Jerry. not it's not hi, that far what's off. Going on? You know what? I realized today I should I shouldn't do this live, but I I could potentially pin down the moment that I built my first puppet. As an adult, because I have a picture of it. Hang on, we're gonna. I'm gonna He's digging through the archives. Is, we're gonna edit this later. Hey gonna, Siri, find the first puppet <laughs> picture. Edited. 
Okay, hang on. Wait, wait. I think I found it. I think I found it. What's the date? This is a job for ChatGPT. July 3rd, 2019. That is the date of the picture of the first puppet that I built as an adult. And when this you went, is, well, now I'm hooped. <laughs> well, yeah, no, we're, this is what we're doing now. I Honey, guess. great news. <laughs> <laughs> was Remember, it your own pattern? It was not. It was actually a glorified sock puppet from Project Puppet. Oh, okay. And that, which is kind of unusual because most people these days who learn puppet building from, you know, internet tutorials start out with Adam Krutinger's stuff. And they start out with his, um, his snoof pattern, which is like a very simple, it's like, but it's like the songs. It's a very simple sort of tube with the mouth kind of thing. I watched a five minute video. I know how to make puppets now. Yeah. Oh. I, just, I just really, really hate that phrase. Which, which one? Tube with a mouth. It really, <laughs> you know, what is biology? It it's sits not, on Arrakis. What, it, it was a great line from the Drew Carey, uh, the Drew Carey show, which was, uh, "What is kissing but pushing your lips up to the sweet end of a, the forty feet of intestines?" <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> you know, it's not wrong. That's what biology is, man. Yes. It's a tube with two ends, and then just everything else is extra. You know, it really. One end is good to kiss. The other end, <laughs> you know. Depends on who you are. Anyway, quiet taste. So that's that's where we're at. So the build streams will be coming back not this week, the week after next. I have to get down to some new commissions, which is great. But other than that, that's what's been going on. So all everyone on the Discord has been like following, you know, my adventures and rebuilding the studio. And the boys have been a lot. And in finding shoes. I I found shoes. I didn't know. I forgot that I bought. (laughs) I know. The brand new looking shoes. Uh, they've literally, they have been worn because they were worn. Yeah. But it, it so it, it, this is a real side. But part of the weird thing about losing so much weight is that I've lost weight in places that you wouldn't think you'd lose weight. Feet. Feet yeah. and head. Mm-hmm. All of my hats and shoes are too big for me now. At least <laughs> hats have hat bands you can pad. Yeah, well, shoes, there's things you can do. You can yeah. pad out shoes so, and stuff. So, um, so in, in puppet-related things, um, the uh, Electric Mayhem show is up. Yes. So yeah, must we, yeah, we have we have I, some folks on the Discord who have watched it and who have submitted their thoughts and in truth it's quite good. The the first episode has some some ish like the some people were saying there's some things that they were you yeah. know maybe that would wouldn't do it this way, but it sounds like subsequent episodes were excellent. Uh, and the first episode was likely the pilot where they were trying stuff out. Well, that's so. the thing. Like you got you you try stuff. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. You know, whatever. I'm I'm super looking forward to. It. Somebody posted one of the music videos that was only available in the yeah. states, and I had to VPN in to be able to watch it. But <laughs> um, it, it, it like it's looking like it's a full ass electric mayhem yeah. show, and I'm really excited. So for we're it. saving it for like so. So my wife and I, because you know we're both busy people, and we both do things. Um, we usually save like one night on the weekend that we both get together and we, we just watch something that we both want to watch. It, up until now, it's been all the Star Wars stuff, but of course, we're done all the Star Wars stuff now, so now we're saving. That's what the Electric Mayhem show is for. We're gotcha. Going, we're going to sit down. I just, Probably tomorrow night, I'm guessing. I love the conceit that they just never bothered to record it. Yeah. That's <laughs> great. What a great hook. Hey, well, I mean, that, you that, hear that that's very like, much yep, that band in a I totally uh, understand that they never recorded yeah. an album. And then Zoot would be like, what, what do you mean we never recorded I could have sworn. I thought, I thought you were taping. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, you know, look forward to that. 
Um, but yeah, that's it. That's it for the puppet pit. I think we're done for that. So we're going to take another quick break and we will be back with Gizmo Town. The sky above the port was the color of a YouTube video hit with a copyright takedown. Around the rainy streets, people huddled with neon umbrellas and impractical goggles. Here we fight the corporate arcologies and get excited about phones. Welcome to the mean streets of Gizmo Town. Gizmo Town is in flames. I <laughs> love Gizmo Town's intro. It, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, welcome to Gizmo Town, where we talk about all kinds of tech uh, that has happened or that that at least has a, has mattered to us in the past I, couple. of I weeks. don't have a, a deck nook. Hit. We, we really probably yeah. also point, a drum roll. We need it. I, I still haven't done the drum roll. We needed probably a deck nook intro. Deck nook's getting adapted. It's it's, it's getting, getting thick. Changing, it's changing. I mean, it's it, 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 it doesn't. It's not changing. It's just growing. Mm. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it. No matter what it ends up being, I'm gonna keep it as the deck nook because the deck Absolutely. nook just sounds it's, it's good. So good. It so yeah, stuff has happened to the handheld PC gaming. Space. Did anyone watch uh, Asus's? actual live stream good point i did not no, no, i, I forgot that was even happening i wa- i didn't watch it i watched someone's response to it but it was a extremely deck focused youtuber so i'm sure i'm sure it's full of bullshit like i'm sure it's uh, so they 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 throw out a lot of numbers but like they, they have this great graph with battery life and then complete bullshit on the y-axis, yeah. <laughs> and it's like 480p, 1080p, full motion. Yeah, things uh, nobody will ever. Well, do, I mean, right? But there's things that there's there's like graphic modes, and then there's cinematic quality, which is great finger quotes. What does that actually mean? Is that 4K? No, it's the, so. I mean, they, there was a lot of they they put a thick layer of marketing so, uh, for, on it for 1840. Um, but it's the the it the specs. We should Look. probably we should probably introduce this actually the ROG Ally yes the ASUS ROG Ally has been officially announced and, and I want to know when the, the specs when the gamers formed a republic oh the, the gamers formed a republic oh, a long time that's, ago that's that's oh yeah that's years they've been trying to get me in for years oh. I've been like nah I'm I'm good I'm I'm I will never be a Republican thank you <laughs> so the the R- deck faithful ROG was a good thing. Well, this next- is this is Asus's kind of response to the Steam Deck. This is their entry into the PC handheld gaming market. I, I've I've watched a couple videos. Um, Retro Game Cores was the most balanced. Like there there were pros, there were cons, but he took it at face value. Yeah, uh, gaming on Linux. He didn't so much talk about it as he had just addressed that. He's not getting one because his thing is <laughs> gaming on Linux. Yes, like I. Oh, what a surprise! Gaming on Linux isn't getting the Windows thing. But he's like, if if it down the road someone ports SteamOS to it or something like that, he would look into it as a. Uh, I mean, a it's thing. just a Windows PC. Surely you could just put the problem is drivers. I just need mm. to get. I need to get this out of here. What? Uh, so I was reading. I wanted to read about the chip. Like sure, the, the, the Z one. The Z one. Um, and I went to AMD's site because mm-hmm. they make the chip, and they 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 use the phrase where leadership gaming performance meets extreme portability. 
What in the fuck is leadership gaming performance? They want you to think it's a complete redesign, but it is one of their... No, no, no. I'm simply... I'm asking on on an English-speaking level. (laughs) Leadership gaming performance? Have you never seen marketing? I think it was supposed to be leaders in gaming performance. There are many ways, like... Industry leading, which is funny because when I when I went to AMD's site, the first thing that came up was it said industry leading gaming. Like, oh, okay, yeah. maybe they fixed it. No, no, I found I found the section of the website where they talk about the Z1, and it says where leadership gaming performance meets extreme portability and battery life. And, <laughs> it, and then and then I'm like, oh, this must be a mistake. And then lower into it, they said it again: leadership gaming performance. It's, anyway, I'm sorry. It's one my, of their my absolute Jesus. favorite form of gaming is leadership gaming. Fuck it, yeah, it's, leadership. it's one of their mobile APUs that they've really just tweaked the yeah. the the power curves on it. Tegra, fuck you. Um, Basically, yeah. We'll talk about that later. Um, but it, it, it's. It's interesting because at beefier TDPs, at beefier power levels, Mm. it is doing relatively well. The problem is it can't touch the Steam Deck on battery life, even though they have the same battery, because things at lower TDPs run worse on it. Yeah. Like Vampire Survivors uses more power on a ally than it does on a Steam Deck, just because Valve really tuned it for the low end and asus is tuning it for the high end yeah um so i mean it's it's the they want it to be performance they they say that they aim for between 50 and 60 frames a second Mm -hmm. even though they're like in in elden ring even on turbo mode they're barely hitting 50 uh like the average is 48 so I mean, it, it's got a lot of marketing on it, but it, it looks like a very interesting device. And this is the thing: it's like the the amount of weird tribalism that's happening around this is just I can't. Like some people, why would you even bother? Have like, really hitched their wagon to the deck as an yeah. identity for their brand, so they've they've had to come out hard against it. I'm gonna I'm say this again, gamers with a Z. Companies aren't your friend. No company, not even Valve, is your friend. They all want your money, and that's all they want. You have to make up your mind about individual things, not about brands or loyalties or none of that bullshit. You have to look at the numbers. The only video I've seen that was really worth a damn is Retro Game Cores. Like they don't go for the shocked. Um, Linus text tips, yeah. uh, thumbnails. Oh, don't even get me started on that bullshit. They I don't. Mean, they don't go for the. You know, I'm a deck uh, YouTuber, and I will protect the deck to the death. And that's part of the part of the cultural problem around mm. this is the fact that people, like as you say, hitch their wagons to one thing. Yes, and then, well, if that goes down, then my numbers go down. So I have to like. I, I don't blame gaming on Linux because he's been around since before the deck, and all they do is gaming on Linux. They I, just included the deck. I can I can appreciate and I respect that focus. Yeah. Right, like so. Yeah, of course you wouldn't be interested in the rogue ally because uh, I call it rogue. Me in my head. It's rogue. Um, R-O-G. The ROG ally because it's not a Linux machine. So, of course, this is not in your wheelhouse. This isn't what you do. So, yeah, of course. The the thing that's, that's that I've seen from a bunch of different reviews is that the armory crate system they use is is buggy currently. Let me tell you all about armory crate. As I use it owner, on my motherboard. Yeah, as the owner of two Asus motherboards, let me tell you, that thing's a fucking virus it's, and it's garbage. Like, it, 
it's but the it's worst. it's what they're using to do the tweaking. Like yeah. you know when you bring up the uh, the sidebar on the deck and you change the TDP or you change this, you change that. That's going to be the armory crate yeah. on this. Unfortunately, you can't get rid of it. Yeah, that's and that's the big thing. If if people can murder it and replace it with something else and people are trying because there's a bunch of to, there's a sure. bunch of deck utilities they've made for windows to give you some of the and, and, ability to change things and this is where things are going to get very interesting with the, with the unit because it's a question of will asus support the community or are they going to be assholes? I mean, probably assholes. I think is my, is I agree. Guess. I think they're going to be assholes about it. I don't think they're going to be I've nearly. I've seen a as lot of people open. being very down on Linux drivers coming out for the Asus specific because Asus specific yeah. stuff is like the controllers, uh, memory controllers, things like that that they put on there. There may not be drivers and for the, a while. The, yeah. the the elephant in the room is what's happening with their AMD boards. Oh, and and, yeah. and also the way. Oh, yes, they just, got they got not, called out on that company. recently. This is the company. This is, it was an ROG branded. The, yeah, yeah, ROG is is ASUS is the Republic of Gamers brand. It's no. not. It is. Okay. It has largely been ASUS. It was and, the chipset ASUS used. And right, right. just this week, and uh, they've basically abandoned it. Jay's two cents. One of the one of the big YouTubers, Gamers Nexus, did a big thing on but, it too. But Jay's two cents had a call out video and basically said that he fired ASUS as a sponsor for his channel. He will not, and for one thing, they were taking forever to get back to him mm-hmm. about any sponsorship deals they were going to do anyway. And he, and with what, all that's happened with the AMD's AMD problems and the fact that it's largely been a question of uh, them not setting up the limiters properly or listening to yeah, the, yeah. to the devs and to, mm-hmm. to the people who know what they're talking about. We should probably like tell people what this is. Like, well, like, okay, but basically. Uh, it, there have been problems with the new AMD chipsets working on the Asus motherboards. Largely, it has been other ones as well, uh, involving uh, voltage settings. Yes. It's 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 very technical it's, stuff. It's, it's literally on on rare occasions, but it can like yeah. literally fry your like processor yeah. and or motherboard. It'll pop your mobo and your processor. And they've yeah. said they're not going to patch or support those motherboards. Now. And they but they also oh. well what happened I guess this week is they released beta drivers for the motherboard that that addressed the problem, and then turned around and said. If you use these, you're violating your warranty. We're mm. not going to warranty the beta drivers, must, even though it's going to they, fix they the problem. Be, it can't be legal. I, if they release the drivers, uh, it's, have, and this is this is it exactly. But yeah. this is how the company has been been uh, dealing with things, and and they have had so many problems with quality control with yeah. a lot of the stuff internally. Uh, he addressed some some boards because he he uses ASUS on everything. And he he was doing some custom rigs, and and the board died, and they, they he wanted a new one, and they sent him one, and the friggin' chips were bent, or the pin the pins on the actual CPU socket were bent, oh, yeah. the, and they went, the oh sorry, we accidentally sent you something that had been RMA'd when we have another pile that's for 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 YouTubers that we're supposed to use, and then they sent him a blackboard instead of a whiteboard, and just just dumb shit. And it was just on a company level, it was very poor, and their communications have been absolutely fucking terrible yeah. when it comes to addressing the problems. They pretend like it's not their problem or that there isn't a problem because on a corporate level, it makes more sense to just ignore the problem. You address it, you pretend like it's not a thing, and and hope it goes away. And other companies say that there's a problem, and they address the problem. And even fucking ASRock, 
Azrox has has stepped up as a company and have, and have been very very positive because they learned from the problems that they've had over the decades and they have basically supplanted Asus in a lot of ways. So when you've got all of these issues and now you've got them saying, "Hey guys, we've got this cool new hardware that's out and we're going to be ramping up numbers, we're doing pre-orders now." And and people have their hands on on what is a f- it's effectively uh, final hardware now. Like they had early hardware first yeah, that they were yeah. doing initial reviews on, and then what they're getting now has been effectively final hardware, which are still having problems. Linus well, there's, specifically there's noticed still, there was a problem with the X button, little things like that. There's still uh, problems with the software too. They're still working on yeah. you know, Armory Crate, and, and, and on top like of that. that what one of the major major things that Steam has offered is the repairability. And they've partnered with iFixit. Mm. All of the parts are available on iFixit. There's no fucking way that Asus is going to do the same thing. The other thing is they're they're posting, they're positing that since it runs Windows, everything works. Yeah. Except for if you want to play old games. Somebody at, I think it it was at The Verge or CNET, tried to load up the 2003 PC port of um, Prince of Persia. And it doesn't run in Windows 11. Like oh. you, you have to download multiple widescreen patches to make it work under Windows 11, sure. whereas under Proton it fires right up. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they, they, they try to say you know it's Windows, everything works, but that's not the case because a lot of older games end up using very specific things for Windows that Proton can say, yeah, no, I've caught that and I'm patching it. It's a it's a really cool piece of tech, and it's nice to have the competition. I think but it's I, going to be really good for the higher end. It is, but I still feel like uh, people need to, to to pump the brakes on it. Like getting the pre-orders probably not going to be a good idea because if any, you should you should really come onto the really Discord. You know, Discord. once every fortnight. I know. I'm just saying. It feels like a bad. I knew I knew we were going to get here. I this is, it. but this is. I honestly feel like this we is actually had be something. said this in the in the channel that I didn't <laughs> yeah. even see. No, I, I saw oh, okay. it. Did I did you? see it in there. I didn't. I didn't feel like bringing it up, but I just. I honestly feel like this is a piece of hardware it, that's going to need at least one revision before it's. I, I just. I'm. I'm very concerned that there's going to be something horribly fucking mm. wrong with the launch version. And they're going to have to do a full recall or something, or there's just just something fucky with the first gen hardware, and yeah. it's going to take them a while. And you know what? Historically, we've been fine with that. Like you get that. I'm a first adopter. I know there's going to be problems, and they're going to have a new friggin' version in six months. Whatever. It's it's part of the game. I'm interested to see how it goes. I I, I want it to do well. I I don't know how they're justifying internally a six ninety nine price point for the yeah. the extreme version. Yeah. Because they do not have a store that they're going to use to recoup money. That's exactly. the really weird part about this is like, what is their business model? Well, there's like, this, we know we know what Valve's business model is. They want to sell Steam games. Yeah, there's right? a like, nebulous connection to Microsoft. With they this. they had they had the head of Xbox, not um, Phil. Phil, not Phil, but the uh, Anna somebody, one of the the global heads of Xbox prominently on the, uh, the the live stream and a lot of talk of Game Pass. But there's no official partnership. So it, like, Microsoft doesn't appear it's, as 
as like the like it's Asus X Microsoft putting this out. Yeah, there's no Xbox branding. It would have it would have been, and I really thought they were going to do that. I yeah. thought that was going to be the, the, the new that they said, were going to say, "Oh, by the way, Microsoft is putting it's officially a Microsoft handheld device." <sighs> but, but they were featured prominently, like multiple times. They were either referenced or they yeah. had someone it had on. to be on the table. It had to be part of the discussion about making this official. Mm. And I mean, I've on the AMD side, I'm I fully believe that it's 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 solid. It's a solid chipset, the Z1 yeah. Extreme. I mean, this is this is but, an, an AMD product going forward. And, like this and, will be available. And also, this this the fact that there's two different iterations of it is very frustrating. I, I it's a good thing that the only version they're pushing right now is the Extreme. And I was concerned about that when I saw the listing, and it did say the extreme on on the Best Buy listing, but it sounds like that is the one that's going to launch, and then the cheaper one will come after the fact. Yeah, but it, by all accounts, it's going to be like a hundred bucks less, which I don't think a single person is going to say it's fine. Go for the Z one; you don't need the extreme. I can't imagine there's a single tech person who's going to tell you. It's, That's the it's, nice part about worth the Steam Deck the money. is that the only thing you're getting different is the storage. Exactly. The exactly. actual RAM and processor exactly yeah. the same between all the models. And so you don't was, have to worry about multiple targets. And that was so critical for the for the devs to, to, to still yeah. keep that as a, as a specific target. Whereas now, even in this, there's still there's now kind of two targets yeah. with, the, with the the nerfed version and the full actual hardcore chipset so it'll be really interesting um i'm sure there'll be a solid trickle of review units like closer and closer to final that will be out in the hands of people but i mean um retro game core's review of it was very solid like yeah. there was some software problems like once a game was running they he couldn't reliably change the power levels without exiting mm. the game and starting it again. I, I'm surprised you can do that on the fly, honestly. So this, I mean, in the Steam Deck, you can redo it yeah, on the fly. It's, but It still it kind of surprises me. But I guess if, if it's behind the scenes, it shouldn't yeah. really know what's happening anyway. I would ex- just expect the game to crash. I like, mean... Oh, the voltage changed. In, Good night, everybody. In, in a lot of cases, it's, it's what's happening on the Windows side. But. Sure. Um, I watched ETA Prime's video today, and he went into very good detail on the emulation. He had one. It just went up. Uh, it was he, he did a full emulation test on everything, and he was mm-hmm. also changing the wattage on it. And, and this is another thing. Hardcore gamers, yes, they are going to acknowledge the fact that you can mess with the TDP settings. And, and I mean, obviously, the, most of the customers in this first gen are going to be the people that are going to be smart enough to, to, to dig into that. But, I mean, it's such a esoteric element to say... Oh, I'm going to change the TDP. Are they? Were they even suggested as as the? It's a as pretty tweaker, yeah, thing to, but, to, to you know, really push. They're just going to say, "Hey, fire it up and see what happens," you know. And if you say, "Ah, oh, geez, I wish I was getting more more performance out of this. I feel like I could I could get a better frame rate." Oh, just jack up the TDP. Okay. Oh, it exploded. Oh, my battery died instantly when I turned it up to 25 because it didn't suggest. Like, you get up to 20, just say, "Hey, chief, plug me in, plug me in, plug me in now, plug me in." That's also. The, the other weird thing, I mean, I, it makes sense because they're looking at size and weight, but it has the same size battery as the yeah, Steam Deck. Yeah, and and the tw- and being able to run up to what is it, forty, sixty? I don't know, something mm-hmm. ludicrous. 
you know, obviously once you get past 25, plug me in, plug me in now. You're not going to have me portable. This is not an option. And in many cases, even Steam Deck, I'm sure a lot of people play it plugged in. Anyway, I mean, so. Steam Deck tops out in the software at 15 TDP, yeah. 15 watts TDP. Um, because you that can, was critical for them. You can, via the smokeless um, BIOS update, access higher levels but you literally have to do serious BIOS level work to get at you know they twenty because you shouldn't want you shouldn't want it out of a Steam Deck. Like, yeah, yeah, you can do forty, but don't just don't don't yeah. do it. Whereas this one, they're like, we do ten eighty. You want ultra ten eighty one twenty? Yeah, I mean, you want it. We can do one. You want that, that was the that's the, the other thing. It's like we can do one twenty. Can you though? So so Russ said he he changed between sixty and one twenty and could not tell the difference. Oh, that's interesting. That's um, interesting. So it, like it's that's it's a really interesting. That's it's a non-starter for at least for him there aesthetically. Going from sixty to one twenty is a is a very different conversation. I don't know, Kevin. Have you had any experience dealing with just in, in gaming in general? Because because your TV does one twenty, doesn't it? Uh, I have you get mon- multiple monitors that will do 120. I have several monitors yeah. that will do 144. Right. Yeah. And do you feel it generally? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So it's interesting that if, if, if Russ is saying, mm, I mean, screen, I'm not saying. On a screen that size, I don't think uh, I, I think my less. phone will do 120. It, and the but, thing is, on a screen that size, 1080p isn't necessarily more viewable than 720p. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you're you're dealing with smaller text now. I don't yeah. know though. I think I would notice that. I yeah. think between I would sixty the res- and one twenty. Well, no, not, not between the refresh rate. I think the resolution. Resolution between sure. ten eighty. Yeah, because yeah, it's a bigger screen, not by much, but it's it's yeah. a, it, you know, and it will do ten eighty, obviously. So, anyway, I, I my counsel is still just just sit on it. And there's there's going to be shortages. Obviously, <laughs> they're not they're not being very open about how many they're going to have available. And this is. The, the, the obfuscation, right? It's the company pretending like, oh, who knows how many we have? So you better get your pre-orders in. How many do we get? How many can we make? Fuck. Okay, give them what we can. Um, the, the, I, I won't lie. Several times today, just just for having a portable Destiny Two machine, I'm like, that's pretty nice. No. But the problem is, you wouldn't be able to play Portable Destiny 2 on the train unless you had solid-ass Wi-Fi. Exactly. Like, it, exactly. live service games don't make any sense on a handheld unless you are on really good Wi-Fi. Yeah. And I mean... And that's what's that's why I haven't installed Windows in the deck. Yeah. Because if I'm playing on the train, I'm playing Vampire Survivors or another game that survives offline. Yeah. And as we've and as we've said, you know, it, the competition is great. It's great that this yes. that this is there. It's great that it's at a competitive price point. There was a very uh, a wholesome interaction between Valve and uh, <laughs> Asus when they uh, they the Valve's just like uh, we we welcome more. Um, more more players in yeah. this this field, and uh, wish Asus the best. Yeah. And and I'm sure that you know it is more expensive, which is good. It's mm-hmm. it's not the same price or something. If they yeah. undercut the Steam Deck, I'd really wonder what what right. where that money is coming from. Because yeah, exactly. that at that point, you're like, is this like a mob front? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but they, I I can't, I don't see a sea change coming. In terms of power consumption, I just see more players in the field. I don't. I don't think one's going to be better than another. It just depends on your use case. But it's amazing that we're at the point where it's not going to be about horsepower. It's about uh, giving battery life. Now it's about new battery technologies mm. and new abilities to to adjust power instead of just being, 
you know, more powerful. It's got to be, how am I giving you that power? Do I have to put a small nuclear device on my, on my hands? Cause I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to carry around a portable. I mean, Microsoft's made a deal about uh, nuclear fusion. Have you seen this? In 2028, they've, uh, they've cut a deal with a place that's saying that in, tw- in, in they, they've actually got a money back deal that if they are not providing clean fusion power by 2028 microsoft will get their investment back yeah it's like Um, 50 kilowatts of fusion power from a local generator what they would normally get via wind or solar so you you want to throw that in the palm of my hand i'm I'm, I'm game for that you know if it'll if it means i can take my thing anywhere and play with it and not have to worry about plugging it in i'm I'm willing to carry around a small fusion reactor Mm -hmm. within reason we'll see Anyway, that's uh, that's where we stand on. You know, so I haven't said anything in a long time. Did, so you did you pre-order it? <laughs> I fucking pre-ordered. Okay, it. I, now I feel like a complete idiot. No, no, no. This it, is the so. beauty of pre-orders. You can fucking cancel anytime if you feel I like, like it. Cancel. Exactly, and that's and that's all. And this is it. And I feel you. I'm. I looked at that pre-order screen, and I'm like. Fuck it, eight ninety nine. I mean, how bad let could me, it be? Let me, let but me say my piece, though. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Please. So I am. Absolutely going at this with my eyes open. Mm-hmm. I know fucking Asus for what it is. Like I'm not pretending that this company is wonderful and you know, like I, I get it. I understand all of the problems. My use case for this device is very specific mm-hmm. in that I love the Steam Deck. I, I it is clearly the future, at least for me, in terms of PC gaming. That's it. A handheld holistic unit is it i love the ergonomics of the steam deck i love the trackpads of the steam deck i will miss the trackpads of the steam deck yes that is a big issue yeah however the places that i do feel the steam deck's shortcomings are in frame rates Mm -hmm. uh, and in noise okay and these are two things that the the ROG Ally does address. Mm-hmm. That's the places that I want. Those are the things that I want to to make up mm-hmm. in in what the Steam. Now, my ideal handheld would be a Steam Deck with this chip in it. Yeah, that sure. would absolutely like I a hundred percent. But we're not going to get that at least for two years, at least, right? So, since this is clearly my chosen path forward. I am off of the PC upgrade cycle, mm-hmm. like a hundred percent. I just cannot afford to. Mm-hmm. I said to myself, this year I can buy one major tech purchase. It was a contest between a new GPU, a PSVR two, or the ROG Ally. And I was waiting to see what was going to be the thing. Yeah, right? but no, honest, honestly, between the three, and as an owner of the PSVR two, I totally understand your <laughs> choice. Well, just, my, my my use cases were like, well, look at the GPUs. It's like I have two gaming PCs, one goodish, one mediumish, mm-hmm. and they're both fine. Yeah, like, everything I want to do, I can play easily on either of yeah, them. Yeah, you're not playing professional fucking Call of Duty. Yeah, and I don't give a shit about ray tracing. Yeah, so it's fine i have a 3090 and a 2080 ti i'm good like yeah. for a long time i'm yeah. good they're showing ple- people playing uh, uh cyberpunk on this thing at, at low yeah and it's i mean i've frames. been playing cyberpunk on the steam deck but that's the point is yeah. you can absolutely play it on the 30 on the frames a second well. almost lost the screen though the screen is is a huge thing for me and this mm. was exactly what made me twitch in the in the same way because you know the steam deck screen is is very good 
and and the ally screen is a higher resolution. Is yeah. it bigger? I think it's a little bigger. It's a little bit bigger. Yeah. It's a higher resolution and it's OLED. It's not OLED. Is it not? It's OLED, it's IPS. Oh, oh okay. No, it's definitely IPS. Yeah. That would that would have been another yeah. fuck. Okay, I guess I have to. <laughs> because I believe the issue is just, again, the battery Power. life. The OLED, yeah. OLED is, drawing is, drains yeah, a it's lot phenomenal, more. but damn. So that's another thing where the, where the technology has to make a fundamental background change. And that background changes aren't sexy. That's yeah. the problem, is that making a change to battery life and mm-hmm. the battery consumption and, and to be able to emulate the same power at half the half the the wattage that's not sexy yeah but it's gonna that's what's gonna be the true game changer coming forward and that's the other thing was like you know what battery life mm-hmm. like the uh, the steam deck sucks for battery life it sure. just does and the the, the ally will suck yeah, for yeah. battery life and whether that suck is half an hour's difference I couldn't give a shit. I'm playing yeah. it plugged in anyway. Yes. And think I'm not I'm not on the go. Yes. I'm playing this in my house. So I'm always next to a charger. Like I I rarely play the Steam Deck unplugged. Yeah. Right? So Same. It, that, it's it's almost always plugged. That exactly. doesn't matter at all to me. That's exactly it. And right. and so many people don't factor that into their conversation. And and a lot of people are expecting to be able to play this on a two hour commute. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's the thing. I don't have a computer. I work from home. Exactly. So it's like th- this is a completely different use case than what most people fall into. And charging right? it up is is a break. Whew. Man, look yeah. at that. The battery's down to 10%. I'm going to lie down and take a nap. Well, that's <laughs> it. Like, I'm, you know, I'm Last playing... weekend, I played it on the train to my parents' place, and it was a really great way to spend a go train ride playing yeah. like Vampire Survivors for an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I can get an hour-ish out yeah. of it, I'm good. That's yeah. fine. That's, that's all I want. You like... probably get three hours out of it. Oh, no, yeah. Vampire Survivors. I was, wasn't even uh, 75%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know, cyberpunk. Yeah. yeah. But again, that's well. That's it. any game is demanding, obviously. It's, absolutely. But it's still you fascinating know. on a on a technological level in that it does require a user with some savvy. Yeah. And and for for technology, a willingness to tweak for technology to be successful, it has to be transparent. Yeah. yeah. But we're still in the early days. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Right. That's this, it's, this isn't a mass market device. Yeah. They're this not is expecting. An to, I hope they're not expecting to sell. 10 million of these or 5 million or yeah if their if their plan is to to sell you know uh, like 300 million of these they're they're that is the question going forward like it's like i don't think i i am absolutely anticipating asus to go well we're out like in, an, in another year or so, yeah. I don't expect there to be an uh, uh, an ally two. Or yeah, they, this like, could be this just a test it. run, and then they're going to hand it off to somebody else. So for me, this is the middle point between the Steam Deck one and the Steam Deck two. Sure. This is like I'm I am looking forward to the next Steam Deck because I absolutely love everything about that thing except the power. And let's I be perfectly honest, Kevin is swimming in puppet money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all that puppet buddy. Sweet. Did sweet I mention money. did I mention ko-fi.com <laughs> slash operation puppet? You could absolutely The say nice this thing buddy. is that after the charged conversation that was uh the ROG ally, we can now slip into something more comfortable. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Thank you for this segue. You got you know what? You're taking the lead I on am. this one. Yeah. I, I, am, I don't have a horse in this race. I am. So. I'm not. I'm not angry, but I am really disappointed. Oh, in what? Well, emulation does what Nintendo don't. Apparently, angered by the Legend of Zelda leaks, Nintendo has lashed out at Lockpick, the ability for people to legally dump their own keys on their personal Switch. Like Nintendo ships keys on your Switch. 
you can run a thing on your Switch to extract that key, which lets you run them in emulation. Mm-hmm. So they've actually DCM, uh, DMCA'd, DMCA. um, like six different projects related to accessing keys mm-hmm. on the Switch, which has caused the Skyline emulator for Android to completely fold. Uh, they have just said, we, we can't, like, we're a small team. We're doing this as a hobby. We can't keep going. Mm-hmm. So we're actually closing doors. So, mm-hmm. The entire advanced Android Switch emulator has shut their doors. Um, they weren't sure about Yuzu and Ryujinx. Uh, Yuzu has actually just put out a massive increase in emulation speed, so apparently they're shooting double birds at Nintendo as they uh, walk backwards. <laughs> yeah. Isn't isn't Yuzu just emulation, though? They're not the, the key thing, right? well, But, I mean, the, the, right. the ability to test emulation requires you to dump keys. Right. You can't... They're it. not involved with that, right? That's but I mean, do. in order to, to to write an emulator, you yeah, need to be yeah. testing it against something. Of and course, in order yeah. to test against something, you're dumping the keys, which Nintendo is saying, that's illegal. We give you the keys on the item you buy, but they belong to us. Yeah. Um, which I don't think would stand up in a court, but none of these emulator groups could bring... Any pro- money it to probably would stand I up. I think it would stand. Yeah. I don't think so. Like I buy this device. You, you haven't owned anything. I've like, owned everything. You've licensed every I, bit of software you ever. Bought. I am fairly confident that it is. It is in I, the the EULA. I don't. I don't somewhere. think that on a device I own, they can say we don't want you to do this. Because I bought this switch and I will bend it over my knee if I want to. It's between ethics and legality, right? Like, it's just the right to repair as well. Yeah, Yeah. no, and that's and and it's these things are intertwined, but this was a long time coming. As soon as the words switch emulation got out there, I I was stunned. Like the fact that it's there is kind of insane. Emulation was largely about uh, protecting legacy, and it and it, and it came up recently with 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 Nintendo putting a bullet in the in the was it the 3ds store? The 3ds and Wii yeah, U I mean, stores. It's and there it's, are people it's who brutal. have downloaded everything from them. It is to absolutely protect, brutal. To preserve it. Yeah, how how they they utterly murdered and who's to say that Nintendo's not doing this in a year no, when they they, right, they right, released right. the Switch too? In, in that respect, it's definitely an issue. But I totally understand them going ape shit and. Maybe if if uh, Tears of the Kingdom hadn't come out a good three weeks early, they might have been uh, they they might have been less. Insane. No, this was this was from all optics of it. This was a retaliatory strike to someone getting a single copy of Tears right. of the Kingdom two weeks early. And the fact that that person got it and was able to rip dump it, it and dump yeah. it on the internet meant that people I don't know why anyone want to play it. They still have uh, weapon de- degradation. <laughs> in, yeah, regardless. It, the fact that it got out, like the biggest release of the year for Nintendo got out very early. Is It's like... Uh, it, it, I completely understand how... Nintendo. It's like Wizards Nintendo of the Coast and the Pinkertons, that guy's house, for getting yeah. and, uh, and yeah, accidentally that was, getting that was a. Uh, that was that was absolutely an overreaction. So and I, mean, <sighs> I brought this up in the Discord, but part part of the problem, and I'm not I'm not justifying Nintendo's actions, but part of the problem is the way copyright law works. Yeah, is because if they don't defend a copyright, then they risk losing it. 
Yeah. And this is why this is the the classic example. This is Disney going after the little mm-hmm. uh, daycare centers for mm-hmm. you know painting a picture of Mickey Mouse on the wall or something. That is exactly, and it's what it is is these middle management assholes, these like lawyer you know pools who go, we need to justify our existence. Therefore, if we don't defend the copyright, the blah blah blah, and they just convince the the idiots in the suits above them that something needs to happen, otherwise we're going to lose our copyright, mm. right? And that's that's the problem. Is is it's a systemic thing. It isn't necessarily one company being more evil than another. It is the fact that the law and and the the way that the system works um encourages this behavior but the thing is that all of the Wii virtual console releases for the Nintendo emulation system had nesticle dump headers oh my god oh, no, yeah. no 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 they it's absolutely hypocritical. they yeah, absolutely. used user dumped roms mm-hmm. for the Wii virtual console so, if people weren't dumping ROMs for Nintendo's products, yep. would they have had a virtual console? These are companies that threw away fucking code. Like yes. Original yeah. code. It's gone. It's yes. Just, they annihilated it because nobody had a fucking vision. Except well, it for was, it like was the, the way emulator. things were done in Japan. Yeah. When you were done with a project, you literally lit it on fire and then yeah. walked away from it. Right. Which is... Fucking crazy. But ultimately, like what it what it is, the problem is capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is like uh, we we need to make money at any cost. Yes. Like at no matter what else happens, we need to make the money. And that is the problem. Is that there's no ethics at all. We were it discussing only about money. At work today, we were discussing the, the Ed Sheeran case where he was accused of, of ripping off the Mar- Marvin Gaye song. And there was a lot at stake in that case because these are modern these, musicians. These are yeah, but this is about chord progression. This this is what was the heart of it. Right, and and the right. simple truth is that most music is currently owned by lawyers. Mm-hmm. Lawyers yeah. in the nineties said, "Hey, let's buy all the fucking music, and then we can sue anybody who tries to use it." Because that's the only vector they have. When when, you, when you're a like, hammer, everything looks like a nail. That's a viable business model. Mm-hmm. Exactly, that's and it problem, sucks that right? it's a business. That's it's a like business model. It's like submarine patents in the tech world, where you buy up like Sco Unix and then sue anyone who uses Unix like things. Yeah. and is, you're not hope doing they it tap out for legitimate reasons. And and this is a huge issue that needs to be dealt with on a, on a global level. That's not going to happen anytime soon. And then this is all tied into that. But you know, Nintendo shutting down the company. I mean, if it if they were based out of some insane country that has no laws, they might still be going. I don't know. That's that's a big issue too, because like I mentioned it on a global scale, because that's an issue. If those guys, I'm assuming, were American, and of course they're going, no fucking way, I'm out. You know, and that makes sense. Whereas the Yuzu guy developers are probably in Myanmar or something, some place with very liberal uh, rules. They're like, come get me, bitch. So, and that's mm. a huge factor. I'm so. not telling people to pirate all the Nintendo games. Look, but <laughs> rep- respect to uh, James Stephanie Sterling. It, it is always correct to pirate Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 100% support. I mean, honestly, you want to play uh, um, Super Metroid? Guess what? You're either going to find one of the uh, remaining Super Nintendo minis that mm-hmm. are selling for $360 on mm-hmm. eBay, or you are pirating that some bitch. Is that not on the? Uh, it's probably it's probably on the fifty nine dollars a month Nintendo no, Online like thing, and you can then play like twelve games. But anyway, I'm 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 defending again. It's always morally correct to pirate Nintendo's it's, games, but I totally when, when that shit. When that shit hit, when that came out, when I saw that that 
the Tears of the Kingdom had had leaked, I winced because I knew that the that they were just this gonna is, have, this. This will not go unredressed. Now I got to now I got to take the they got to take to the Nintendo's down. lawyers. There is literally a franchise that I could care less about right now than the current Legend of Zelda. It's <laughs> they have taken everything that was charming and fun about. Uh, the original Zelda, Zelda three, and then Link to the Past, and turned it into some sort of weapon grind. On a, on a Souls like Nintendo Zelda. So on a positive note, there was a lovely article today on Kotaku about uh, trans people really loving the Link character because of the, the projection that they can put into the, mm-hmm. into the way that that Link is designed. It's worth checking out if 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 you if you look it up. But uh, but yeah, it's. It's all. It's it's all. Uh, yeah, it's frustrating. It's a but thing. but yeah, they but they've done that. It was nice that we had this palate cleanser after that previous <laughs> yeah, topic. Exactly. Yeah, really. I'm. You know, every day I'm. I'm more and more glad that I never got Nintendo stuff. Competition Just, is good, I'm, but I'm, capitalism is bad. Cap- yes, exactly, exactly. These are the same dickheads that just refuse to put their shit on sale too. Like yep, the major yep, titles. Nope. Mm-hmm. Still seventy dollars. Breath, Breath of the Wild Fuck still right sixty-seven dollars. All the money at any cost. Yep. Yeah, that's, Jesus. That's All right, and on that note, we're going to take a quick break. I am actually going to get a real drink, and we will be back with pixels and tokens. Video games, board games, video games, tabletop role-playing games, video games. And now for Pixels and Tokens, where we talk about all kinds of gaming, but mostly video games. During the break, we coined the phrase, fuck Tendo. Fuck Tendo. (laughs) I'm making a shirt. And I was reminded, you know, you know who had a really awesome look? Who? Tendo Choi. Nope. either? No, nope. I'm surprised you don't. That's not connecting to anything. Pacific Rim. The controller, the guy with the like oh, rockabilly, the, the rockabilly haircut. Yeah. Oh my god! Is I that cannot believe Collins' character. I cannot I believe. I, don't know the, you I know the name, name of the character, but I don't know. I know the, the actor. actor. I think he means Clifton Collins. That's great. I did. Yeah, he had, he, 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 he had like Tendo, he had the yeah. pompadour, pompadour bow tie, suspenders, rosary wrapped around his hand. Oh man, that was such a good look. Like just, that, that, mm. that movie had style in uh, the butt. Sure did. You know what? That was where this timeline broke. Was when Pacific Rim <laughs> didn't make a billion fucking dollars. That movie should have been when they dropped absolute Idris Elba yelling the nuke. apocalypse is canceled as the trailer. <laughs> the, the money should have just started rolling in at that point. Oh. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Everybody fucked up on Pacific Rim. It's true. Uh, Everyone um, watched Pacific Rim and also pirate Nintendo games. Yes, pirate Nintendo games. It is always morally don't pirate correct. Pacific Rim. No, watch always morally rent correct. or yeah. uh, or or view on streaming. Clifton Collins did play Tendo Choi. There we go. Nintendo Nintendo Choi. Bingo. Shout All right. Anyway, pixels and tokens. We're talking about games because we didn't talk about games before. I am so glad that someone finally started playing Vampire Survivors <laughs> after I've been on. Uh, about it for I think four weeks now. This is just one of those things that's like for me. Everybody tells you a thing, mm-hmm. and then 
for I'm just I'm so contrarian that. Well, like, the thing is, like you, you the, I get speak, tons of people tell me you should watch this show. You should watch yes. this show. You should watch this show. And then I watch like the first three episodes. Like this show sucks, and now I think less of you. <laughs> and yeah, now now I can't talk to my friends anymore. Yes. Because, like they like this. So thing, I, I, I don't. oftentimes will avoid. I call that, that my musical taste. But anyway, I, I, I usually avoid things that people tell me that I have to watch. Yes. I'm like, okay, so that means I can totally miss this and still talk to this person and i'm not even sure why i started playing vampire survivors is the game we're talking about um did you, you know what it's because of the it? deck it's the it's because of the fucking deck i was looking for games that are good on the deck yeah right that it's like, it's been like number four on the most played yeah. on the deck for ages under like witchers yeah, yeah. Like, and so the, a number of things turned me off to begin with and, mm. and the first one was everyone talking about how great it yeah, was yeah, yeah. The, the second was the fact that it's pixel art and i am normally not a lover of That's, pixel art. that is your anathema having grown up in the pixel era i i understand that we went past that we don't have to do that anymore we have polygons now but a lot we don't of times have to do this way why do you make it look worse this is the, usually the hallmark of a very small developer team yes, usually yes. a single person let's also I, remember the point of pixel art is because you want it to be able to run on a potato yes now yeah there's a whole side of pixel art right. that i i that was not, the original idea yeah, of pixel art yeah so, you know, but I did, there was one prior game that this actually kind of reminds me of a little bit that I did end up liking a little bit, and that was Dead Cells. Yes. Oh, I pl- I've been playing a bunch yeah. of Dead Cells as well. And I don't normally like roguelikes, right? Uh, that's but like a Castlevania, Metroidvania, Metroidvania yeah. roguelike. Um, but, but they do it well. Like they don't really punish you. You just have to, to retrace your steps. My problem again is the pass fail gameplay mm. of a roguelike. But as long as there is a sense of progression, yes. then, then I'm good. The story progresses each loop, and so. that's what I liked about Dead Cells. Yes. And that is also they did that well. The fact that there is this kind of overarching, you know, unlock system. Mm-hmm. I don't feel Vampire like I've survivors. lost something on a death of Dead Cells. I feel like yeah. I'm getting more plot. Every time I go through. Yeah. Also, uh, you know who one of the writers is on Vampire Survivors? Commander James Stephanie Sterling. Who? I did not know that. the Jimquisition. Yep. The Jimquisition, the one I was talking about earlier, that says that it's morally correct to always pirate Nintendo games. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, she is a writer on the game. I did not know that. Um, I didn't I know there was writing that. in the game. <laughs> she wrote. She wrote the, the the flavor text for some of the characters. There's, there's some good. There's some good character work mm, in there. Yeah. Um, it's there if you want it. If yeah. you dig in, and there's so lots the of fun really stuff. cool thing is now what vampire survivors, which is which is it turns out really great, and I'm really enjoying, particularly on the deck. Um, it's a single stick game. It really is. A, and so one of my favorite things to do in any kind of game that involves uh, mechanics, uh, like RPG-style mechanics, mm-hmm. is to come up with, with what we have always termed a face roll build. Yes. Right? It's to come up with that build that's like, I want to use the least number of skills possible, but have the biggest impact I want to hear what yours is. If I can come down to like one or two buttons, like Diablo is a great example of this, right? If I can, if I can get my Diablo character down to one or two skills and I'm just spamming those skills... That's the sweet spot. What for what me. is your vampire survivor's ideal two 
So it's perks. interesting. Um, it depends. I've had my most success with, I don't even remember what the character's name, but it's the skeleton with the halo. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, because they've got the 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 bone yes. that comes out in ricochets, yep. so it's anything that's area of effect, and that is an area of effect that's around the character, right? Because then you have this kind of zone of safety. My top it. two is garlic and Bible. Yes, Max, garlic, garlic and Bible. Max good. garlic and Max Bible. The nun is also a good character yes. for that, right? Um, but yeah, oh. but the, the cool thing about it is the fact that like your weapons fire automatically. So all you're doing is walking around trying to avoid on, things. On a timer. Yes. And then you can uh, you can change that by getting items that make things proc faster yeah. or make things last longer. So getting something that makes things last longer with a Bible means the Bible's going around for a lot longer. <laughs> here's the, here's the thing about Vampire Survivors. And again, I apologize. I still haven't played the fucking thing. What? I'm a monster. But <laughs> it is the game that all the fucking Facebook game ads try to pretend that they are. Like, whenever they make up a game oh, and a Facebook right, yeah, ad or a yeah. mobile gaming ad, it's fucking Vampire Survivors to the point where AFK Arena, their recent ad that they started pushing on, on, on mobile, it tries to make it look like it's fucking Vampire Survivors, which is disgusting because it sure as hell isn't. But again, but even in general, it yeah. plays exactly like that that satisfying loop that you get of, of and just mowing down. Do you want to know where Vampire Venom. Survivors came from? Yeah, Android game called Magical Survival. Yeah. All right, yeah, that was and it's it's basically Vampire Survivors. If Vampire Survivors was uh, drawn in a kind of a scratchy, this is like, it's okay. like Newgrounds shit. Sure. It's like going right back to the Newgrounds yeah, yeah, Flash yeah. game, you know, that, that kind of thing. It's it's exactly the you collect it's XP and it auto fires, and then you yeah. get new things yep. per level. This is this is where Vampire Survivors got it from. Was sure. from Magical Survival. It's, it's not about Dark Souls get good. It's about you know finding that 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 sweet that and, satisfying. And what's great about it is the fact that like although it does you know your weapons auto fire, so all mm-hmm. you have to do is basically survive. Move, literally yes. the name of yep. the game. Yeah, um, there is still some strategy to it. There's like Absolutely. you you can you can try and plan builds around the RNG stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like oh I know I want to max out I want to max out my Bible, yep. you know that, yep. that kind of thing, right? Um, so there is still a level of skill and strategy. And, and kind of thinking ahead towards what you want your build. Well, there's to be. also things to combine too. Like if yeah. you get garlic and you get the heart upgrade, yeah. they go together and they become something more when yeah. you maximum when you maximum ex- upgrade. It's a fun thing to discover. And you, you don't have, and it feels like the kind of game where you don't have to look up the goddamn FAQ to figure out how to yes. play. You can eventually just, you can everything it. is in the UI. Like right. You can see that there are things that will combine it, which it'll, makes you it'll go. Be, it'll be like a, a blank. And you're like, okay, so I just haven't picked this up oh, when I, I have this. Wonder yet. what that is, and then Eventually it's something very it'll fill cool. In. Yeah, and it's fun, and people love yep. it, and it's free to play on Android if you've got a phone that runs. <laughs> I think it's and on it's, iOS as well, and it's but it's cheap as hell on Steam. The mobile version's free to play with ads. The Steam version is a few bucks, and you don't get any. Yeah, fucking it was ads. like it was like five bucks. And it will, it will play the, on literally any computer yeah, if you again, have potato. a literal like brick laptop if that can run steam it'll probably run if your laptop can be boiled or mashed <laughs> yeah. or or stick to, stuck in a stew it'll run this game boil them mash them stick so, them in a stew yeah that was my big revelation nice. was the vampire survivors actually is amazing and it's a and great because the maximum run that you can do in vampire survivors is a half hour yeah 
And does that ever change? Does that is it? So you can get resurrections. Yes, but you can't. I I have never defeated the thing at the end that yeah. that, that that ends you. I just ran a little bit longer. Okay. Um. But, but about a half hour is is the cap. So wait, I've done something in Vampire Survivors that you haven't because I have done a full run, including the boss. Like no, I've I've gotten to various bosses. I've finished different levels. Yeah. Um. Uh, because there's there's hidden power-ups and then little bosses and unlocking new characters yeah but after a, a half hour of gameplay that's it yeah death comes and just ends you go take a um, break go take a break is what they're yeah, saying go but the, but it's great because you know if i'm on a go train to uh, hamilton it's an hour long i know i can do two really solid runs of yeah. vampire survivors mm-hmm. um, and that's great and that's and and time is is a huge issue with video games that adults like us can appreciate and you know, like you said you give you give me a window and you say this is going to take you half an hour that's maximum yeah. half an hour yeah. perfect because I, I know i've got this this amount of time it's I can similar sit down and load to it up. when you when you're when you're you're tired on the couch and you're like i don't have it in me to watch a movie instead i'm going to watch eight episodes of the office <laughs> you know it's just i've never done that no nah, you know what i mean know. though i I've, i'm definitely guilty of not having the wherewithal to watch a ninety-minute film, but I'll end up watching sure. three seven hours, hours YouTube, yeah. yeah. And I'm trying to make myself get out of that. System. But but yeah, no Vampire Survivors for the investment of like I don't know ten bucks, and then the and you're supporting indie gaming, absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, the, the guys put out several experience the uh, uh, DLCs for it, which add a ton of different characters, a ton of different upgrades. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's legs in the game. They're still updating it. So, I mean, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, anything goes from here. It's so good. I cannot recommend it enough. Um, do any, either of you have anything before we get to the next thing? Because this is still me. I don't really, this, this week has been a little light for me on, uh, on the Vidya game. Let's mention real quick, uh, Diablo 4, uh, Sm- uh-huh. Murder the Server. Well, by the time this comes up, I guess the server murder. What do they call it? Server slam? Yeah, server, server slam. slam. Server don't slam my server. Servers, if you're going to do anything with my server, don't slam it. It's on now. It's running until Monday, I guess. I mean, we're recording this tonight. Yeah. Um, tomorrow, I'm visiting my mother. The next day, we're visiting my partner's mother. And I don't know that I'm going to have any time in the yeah. server slam to actually load yeah. it up. I do actually have something to add to the uh, Diablo 4 thing. And that this time, I since I had the Steam Deck this time, I have, in fact, loaded it up on oh, the Steam for Deck. for the slam. For the slam. And it runs quite well. That's yeah, you were playing it when I came huge. in. That's a playing, big That's a big deal. It is kind of a big deal. Now, to get Battle.net onto the deck right. is a few hoops. But yeah. once you do that, it's just straight up... Load it up, run Shit. it. I mean, yeah. that's that's a big deal. If if you can play Diablo Four comfortably on a Steam Deck, I uh, I have my <sighs> refresh rate on the deck locked at forty. Yeah, and I have the settings on low. Yep, it it rarely dips below forty. Amazing, Jeez. yeah, that's, that's amazing. If you can still make everything out, and and it's, that was always my concern. With what them. about the controller profile? It's 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 just the controllers. It's just like yeah, every it sees everything. PC like, Diablo three, you've got to jump yeah. through some hoops. This has the controller interface built in, so yeah. like as soon as you pick up, as soon as it, it detects that there is a controller, then it's just switched to the controller interface. That's great. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's absolutely perfect. It's it's completely comfortable. Everything is readable. It's just you can even set like font sizes. There's yeah. Like, Oh, yeah. they've That's actually a, huge, a slider. They do. That's yeah. huge. Nobody's doing. I don't that. think that was yeah. in the the beta. 
Um, the first one. I don't remember, but it is it is now. That's great. That's yeah, fantastic. no, it's, a, it's completely. That's a huge. I'm gonna have to fire that up on this on this on the deck. Just yeah, to see. it's 100 percent comfortable on the deck. So oh. there we go. There's the Diablo Four Server Slam is happening. I'm in, I'm quite enjoying it. And it's, the fact that the goddamn game comes out on the first of June. If you get the deluxe the edition, yeah, I got the regular edition. I'm oh, really? I thought yeah. you got the fuck you edition. No, 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 no. I I look at the fuck you edition and I'm like, I don't play this game. I don't play this game. I don't play That's this game. True. Yeah, and, the only and also, thing I would get is like the the the, the early start, yeah. the accelerated battle pass, whatever the fuck. That well, that's means. that's the thing, though. I think if if because they're comparing it to Destiny, where, with the with the battle pass, I only have enough time for one game like this. I'm probably going to yeah. end up choosing Destiny. So I don't know. I'm gonna. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This is the thing. It's Diablo. Speed doesn't matter to me yeah. i'm going to be playing this for a very I, long time i, I don't, don't think, care about being first i don't think you know? it's going to be as bad as, as destiny for for time sync you uh Hopefully. you you gilded your uh title yet uh, i haven't done I haven't <laughs> oh, I'm gonna, oh, this weekend's gonna the, be the, yeah, i uh i might i might have mine already done oh i'm sure you do we still gotta we still gotta run the fucking legendary that's it that's the only long. thing i got left and then i've done this uh this season all right, but I mean the All next right. season starts. But I, I uh, want to hear. I want to hear your experience. So yeah, we got, I got one more thing, and then we're turning it over to Andrew. So, No Man's Sky is a video game. It is. <laughs> what a what a journey. What it's, a fucking journey I mean, that has been. I can't. One day, we are going to spend. I want to do a whole segment on No Man's Sky one day, and particularly how it's affected me personally. You should. I've, I've got a whole thing about it. You should I mean, dig up the old podcast and find you talking, about, should, talking yeah. about it just to see. I'm sure I still have it via Game Pass. If it's still on there, we should oh, fire, it we should sure fire it, it up yeah. for some uh, Frankie play. Sometime. I'm almost sure it's cross-platform as well. So, yeah. like, um, so I mean, No Man's Sky in VR became a very important game for me uh, for a while, particularly emotional health-wise. Mm. Um, but we'll get into that. Uh, that is going to be a future feature on the podcast. I want to do a whole segment on the importance of No Man's Sky, uh, particularly in VR. But it has become very much my chill, hang out, relax, have fun game. And um, because of that, and because I've gotten so far into No Man's Sky lately, I haven't ever really kind of touched the community that's around it because mm. initially, of course, the community around No Man's Sky was exceptionally toxic. We know about that. Yes. Um, but that has changed, thankfully. Um, and now, because particularly of all the like unbelievable updates they've done in the past, I don't know, what, five, six years it's been out? Has it been that More, long? 2016. 2016. Holy August 9th, 2016 yep. was the original launch. Um, the community is very positive now. It is, it is uh, very supportive and very supportive of each other. And so here's a cool thing I didn't even know existed that I just found from going to the No Man's Sky subreddit was, okay, so on every planet in No Man's Sky, there is at least one portal. Mm-hmm. And every planet has a, a unique address. Every portal has a series of glyphs, which is little pictures. Um, and every planet in every galaxy, and I'm not even sure how many galaxies there are, but there are a lot. Um, every planet has a unique address. Mm-hmm. And so you can get to any specific planet by punching in the right the right sequence of glyphs and glyphs can repeat so there's like uh, you know mathematically there's like you know billions yeah exactly 
um, uh, uh, by by punching in these glyphs and going to a, a portal, finding a portal. There's ways to find a portal. It's a, it's a long process, but yeah. um, you can punch in these glyphs and you can find a specific planet. Now, set a Stargate flashback. Exactly, Stargate. It is that. Um, now there are things you can build in the game as well that are like you can build save beacons. You can also build these things called communication beacons, mm-hmm. which be- just leave a message. So if you, as another player, go near a communication beacon that somebody else has left, it will just pop up a message that they have left on the screen. Um, so one of the things people do now that the the most recent update, which is the interceptor update, which introduces a new kind of ship and a new way of getting these kinds of ships. Mm -hmm. Um, People are posting um, mostly these, but also other things. Glyph codes. Glyph codes of where to find this particular kind of ship. Because the way that the ships work in No Man's Sky is there are basically components. Yeah. And like everything in No Man's Sky, everything is procedurally generated, including the ship designs. So there are there are basic components and these components can be put together and the colors can be put together in completely unique ways. So there's there's, you know, thousands of different kinds of combinations of ships you can get. Now the actual mechanics of the ships are all the same. It's just the look. Yeah. So it's like, do you like the look of this ship? Well, here's where it is. You can go get it, right? And people will like, here's the glyph of the planet. This ship is crashed on. I've placed a communication beacon here. Here's where you can find it. And there's a whole subreddit of just this, of a glyph exchange. Wow. Here's where you can find this ship. Here's where you can find this like cool animal that you can tame. Here's where you can find my base. Here's like, all kinds of things that you could just like, here's where you can find this stuff. So I'm like, that's really cool. All right. So I went um, and I already had an interceptor ship that I liked, but it was like, eh, it's okay. And then I saw a really cool interceptor ship that was posted on the glyph exchange. I'm like, I'm going to get that ship. So I did it. I, I found the thing. I, I didn't even realize portals were even a thing until I found this subreddit. I had to like Google stuff and like, you know, mm-hmm. search the, you know, the fandom, you know, wiki and all that stuff. To I would have assumed it involved getting in your ship, going into orbit and then punching in the coordinates. Not, no, you actually have to have to find the portal on the, on a planet, which is a whole process in itself. Yeah, that's, that's a recent then, Yeah. It's, it's, it's in the past few updates. Mm-hmm. So I did all the things, and I found the location. This was the first time I've done this. People have been doing this for a couple of years now, at least, right? And so I found the location where this this crashed ship, and the way you get these new ships is they're crashed, and you have to repair oh, them. It's, okay. a, whole, it's yeah. a whole process. <clears throat> and so I found the ship, and then around the ship was like 17 communication beacons. And all of them oh. were like, thanks, awesome, have a great time. Greetings from Austin, Texas. Greetings from- it was like people just being nice. Ah! So it's so it's still instanced. <laughs> Clearly, they're not members of the Republic. Well, probably not. No, I don't think they're members of the Republic of Gaming. But this is the thing. It was like all people from the subreddit who mm-hmm. found this post and went, okay, we're going to go here. And everybody had dropped a communication beacon saying thank you here's where we're from have a great time enjoy it was just every single communication beacon was somebody saying something nice that's great it was amazing and there's one that says i make puppets thank you i I did leave one i said thank you from from toronto so somebody discovered the ship crashed on this planet 
and then they shared that information they shared with everybody. The, they shared, they they dropped their own communication beacon. So right. because you can you can when you scan a planet from orbit, right. you can see oh there's a communication beacon there, and you right. can fly directly to it. So so it must light up like a Christmas tree when it, you see it. Yeah, all those communication so show all beacons. of them or just the nearest one or something. It showed like well, it only showed one for me, but when, right. when I got close to it, it was like oh hang on, there's like twenty of them here. So but it's instanced. That's the key. It isn't. It it kind of it's it's hard to describe. So. Um, all the players will see the same stuff. So if I discover a planet and I, you know, name the planet and, and the planet that you see will be the same planet. Mm-hmm. It will be, have the same stuff on it. It will have the same names and all that stuff. We name, may not be in the same instance at the same time, right. but it will be the same thing unless we're in a multiplayer group, in which case we will see. Yes. yes. So, so all of the, it's, it's generated all of that content. Yes. Dynamically. But now that content is the same for everybody. Right, exactly, because of the code. So that's how the communication beacons okay. work, is because people some people drop that down, and now that seems So it's not like everybody. somebody, it's like first come, first serve, you grab the ship, you, and then no, it's no, gone. No, it's, the, it's, it's, there, it's there for it's everybody, there for everybody until the, you grab It's part it, yes. of the planet. Exactly. Okay, so that makes sense. That's so pretty it's, cool. Oh, it's, it it's, was it's so amazing. Cool. It's it was so just cool. like, and the thing is, like, you know, you expect, of course, is the internet is going to be some asshole that drops yeah. the planet. Yeah, there, so, there is, a, there is, of course, restricted words, and there is like a reporting process. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, nothing, none of the beacons around it were it. even remotely negative. Like, yeah. it was just everybody saying thanks, awesome, have fun. So, on the know. flip side, you got Star Citizen, which just released a patch. <laughs> oh, Wait, a couple of weeks. Is it ago. playable? No, 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 no. The, the, doesn't the, exist. The patch no. they released uh, in, instituted. Uh, a longevity or perpetual status. I can't remember what they called it. Basically, if you leave something on a planet, it stays there. Okay. Which is just absolute fucking that sounds murder like for a, a nightmare yeah. for exactly. a game like that. Exactly. Your so database like, is going to get What a ballooned. clever idea. You're a fucking moron Wait, for but, coming up with it. But but so, Elite Dangerous already does that. Like, well, anyway, I'm, I'm sure they do it in a relatively sane manner. The Star Citizen is such a... Amount of cruft on top of cruft yeah. on top of cruft. Like the fact that someone can probably drop like space tweezers on a planet and it has <laughs> to track that now is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's very cool. It was it was it's so one nice of the just, nicest. Uh, that's really neat. It would have been ever. fine if it had just been it just shared the glyph. You went to the planet. You're like, yeah. hey, this is so great, and just post it on the forum. Hey, thanks for sharing that. And yeah. that was that was the key. But the fact that you can you leave, get there, leave a nice little world, message. There's like all of the, that's and it was just nice. like this forest of communication it's beacons nice. around the ship. It was so do you hear, beautiful. Do you hear that, listeners? Nice. It's nice. <laughs> nice things it's can happen nice on the things internet. in video games are possible and encouraged, heavily encouraged by those of us here at Operation Puppet Pixels and Tokens and <laughs> Pixels and Puppets. <laughs> so, speaking of nice things in video games... Do we want a sting? Let's have a sting! The, do the announcement first, then I'll hit the sting. We will continue with our top five games of all time with Andrews, number three. So it's Assassin's Creed 2. <laughs> nice! Wow, just getting out of the way. This is right, right yep. there, right up yep. at the top. I just, wanted to do a little preamble, yep. but no. Nah, right, so, so I, I love Assassin's Creed so 2. That's the first Ezio, right? I, yes. Now, yes. We, we had discussed this briefly in the last yeah. podcast because you had chosen Origins. And this does, I mean, I'm not going to lie. 
two and three kind of jump back and forth, and I it mm-hmm. kind of I kind of pulled it down because I wanted to to have it as a bit of a counterpoint to your experience with it. I and Jamie as well absolutely fucking loved Ezio. And here's the thing: Assassin's Creed was amazing on launch. Like when it came out, it was a revelation for what it was. Just the concept yeah. alone. Going back but, and playing it after you've played two, though, you can oh, really see where yeah. they made a lot of changes. But you gotta start somewhere, and this is video games are are where this has kind of been perfected. Is the first game is often the proof of concept, the proof the the idea is implemented. It's un it's unfinished. It's it's still a game in itself, but it's an unpolished gem, and then. Hopefully, somebody will pick it up and go, ooh, what if we did this and just elevate it? And that's this is why. And in the same way that when, when my previous pick, Yakuza 0, was also the prequel to, to sure. the other games. But it also built on what came before it and, and really found that. So it's, it's easy to say, oh, it's the original because that's the one where it all started. But really for two, it's where, like, you know... Because Altair was intentionally meant to be a cipher because you, you kind of wanted the gamer to put themselves in that. But you were also playing as a character within a character because you started yeah. as Desmond and you're Desmond playing as Altair. So you're kind of in that. And it's it was they were obviously having issues with the narrative in terms of uh, how do we if you were this person, are you just opening your mouth and that person's words are coming out or are you being that person? And um, I've never watched the movie with uh, uh, Michael Fassbender, but it seemed like I, I'm guessing they had a lot of the same issues with that one. Never watched it. So, um, so when the second one came out, and it and it took the the open world kernel, and then brought it into uh, into Italy in that yeah. era in the Renaissance yeah. and this beautiful vista, these beautiful towns, and and put you in the in the position of of Ezio, who is forced to to take up the mantle of his father after his father's murder, and he's trying to protect his family, and 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 so and he's also a young brash dickhead, and and but he goes through this Your amazing journey. Italian noble, right? And he's and and he's he's not taking any bullshit, but he also has to learn the, how things actually work in terms of the of the of the the world itself as well as being exposed to the he had no idea about the assassins he didn't realize his yeah. father was into that he discovered the tools and was pulled into that world and the fact that at the and in in that world of the game it was also mirrored with what was happening in the real world and the whole the concept of the animus just sings the idea and and in the first game they were a little too in in love with the physical limitations of it the fact that you were you were only able to to do a certain amount of time you were this you were this character until they had sex and when their (laughs) seed entered another person they were you could no longer follow that journey because that was the end of it and uh so they just they kind of they they, they stepped away they, from they that. They loosened the animus up a lot. Exactly. In later games, they basically decided you didn't even need to. And that was okay. So originally, you had to be of the bloodline. Like yes. you were you were entering your own bloodline and 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 following your your, your, your own your, RNA. And they still stuck like with that. that at this yeah. point. In this in Assassin's Creed Two, you still were only able to follow your own. Personal blood, but later line. you would just use the DNA exactly that you which, got from somebody, which makes sense. It. it makes perfect sense that they, they, later on, of course, they just because they wanted to open the, it up and have more fun with it. But the thing I loved about it was the Eve 
the, the stuff that they had embedded in the simulation where you would hear your handlers in the real world mm-hmm. talking about a location mm-hmm. saying that there's something to scan here. I spent so much time finding all those little clips and they unnerved me. Something fierce. Uh, it, and it, it was, I, I'm, it wasn't the first open world game, but it was the first open world game. It was game. the best at it's that where, point in time. That's when it really, it was before it, things got insane with having 1,500 things to hunt down and, and expanding the gameplay by simply adding things to find. There were like the it, eagle feathers. It, felt and then, a, it, was, it was the early stage of that where yeah. it was still exciting to have expanded gameplay. It game wasn't play. Crackdown. And we also, you there's a value add to that. You know, there's the value in in the purchase of the game, assuming you secured it le- legally as we did and played it as such because, you know, you spent your money and you wanted to get good value for that money and and there was that was a whole discussion because even back then you could have a game that would last 8 to 10 hours and you were fine with that. Yeah. The God of War games weren't originally meant to be 30-hour games they were you know 12 15 hours and yeah. i loved that i loved in that world i was all about i want to have these experiences you have the choice in assassin's creed though to really yep. delve in and find yeah. stuff and and that's this was a game that i could have easily went i'm just gonna get the story out of this and enjoy it and then move on and instead it's like no nah, man i'm 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 draining every drop out of this experience and there were things i was i had to be reminded of it by looking it up but um, one of the main things you were doing is also expanding your 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 villa, yes. where you live. Yes. So yes. as you as you progress through the game and as you amassed money, you had an architect. You, and- yeah, you bought shops in your villa, and then the architect would show up, and other things would unlock. And, and that you- reminded me of another game that was on my short list, uh, Sukoden. On PlayStation, which or Suikoden, uh, there's a couple different ways of sure. saying it. I always said Suikoden, uh, and that one in that game, part of it was you, there was a castle, and as you collected the the 108 characters, the 108 stars, uh, your castle became uh, more and more alive, and it expanded, and people opened shops and had different rooms, and it was you you had this amazing immediate. Uh, lodestone for your progress to show that you were actually doing something and like the city the town where where your villa was became more alive as you progressed another thing they did was they really expanded on the bleed effect Mm -hmm. from spending time as the assassin desmond uh, yeah. just assumed some of the abilities of the assassin like when yeah. he was in the real world he started having yeah and that they had a, running and, around the villa in the the real world yeah. and and abstergo had showed up and taking them out as if you were an assassin even though you've only really been in the in the animus it was and, really well done and that was something they eventually abandoned really in the series in, i think after that, three yeah, and and you the, know, but at the no, time it was very cool. Because that happens in Origins. No, it yeah. does. It does. In, in but it's the, yeah, it's a side thing though. It's very yeah, much oh, a side yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's and, not, and not they, a major. They yeah. they had a very different plan for the series at this point. When mm. 2 came out, they figured it was going to be a trilogy and 3 would be the end of the storyline because they came up with the 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 uh basically it was a solar flare that was coming in 2012 that was going to wipe out almost all life on Earth. Uh, I had to reread about this too, and so the idea was that in the third in the third game, it would eventually play out, and you know, and and in the game in in Assassin's Creed Three, Desmond is still the main character in that respect, and he has to basically he's given a choice. It's, it basically, the Earth can be wiped out by the solar flare, 
and you will become the new leader of, of the survivors and you will be heralded as a god and eventually in in the future your your memory will be uh, poisoned to to the needs of the of the people in the future and you'll be used as a tool or we can stop this from happening but you have to sacrifice yourself and die now and none of that will happen and he decides to sacrifice himself and so the 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 apocalypse that they're predicting throughout the first you know the, these three games and also Assassin's Creed 3 it doesn't happen and that was largely because Ubisoft went, we can make so much fucking money off these games. <laughs> we can do everything with these games. Let's j-. And they were already becoming extremely successful. So two is when Jade Raymond was still executive yeah. producing it. And they, they really had a lot of sky-high ideas and there was, for the series. There was passion. There was love. There was craft yeah. at this point. There was the, the, the poison hadn't seeped into Ubisoft at this point. There was there was a lot of potential, and they recognized that. And it was and a it's a business. They mm-hmm. recognize that it's a business, yeah. and the, and you realize that as a successful game, you're gonna if if you think you can make it a series, you make the changes that are necessary. And on the narrative level, you know you're gonna have to make some sacrifices, and they did that. And so, but I you know, and and I've I've played almost all of the games, uh, and I, I haven't played Valhalla. Most people are very soft on it at the best. Uh, I intend, I still intend to play it, but I, I seriously doubt I'm going to play it before Mirage comes out, whatever the hell that's going to be. But it just, on a fundamental level, the the concept of being able to relive those memories of of your ancestors was was catnip. It was just, it was such a cool idea, especially if your ancestors were cool people and not uh, the the dung merchant or something like that. You know? <laughs> if it turned out that your ancestors were badass assassins, fuck yeah, let's, let's go. Ezio Auditore has a great arc. Yes. Uh, the, the time, when I realized that the game had made uh, a significant impact on me was my partner and I were at Disney World and we were walking through World Showcase at Epcot and they have an Ita- in Italy pavilion. And they have a replica of the Doge's Palace. And I, I we're walking by and I'm like, oh, I climbed on that. <laughs> yeah. I remember yeah. like vividly climbing up this clock tower to get high enough to get over this fence to get into this area and to do a thing. this was before the fucking grappling hook became a thing. Yeah. Mm. That's the other thing. The grappling hook changed. You couldn't take that away. Once you introduced the concept of the grappling mm. hook, every Assassin's Creed game needed a grappling hook no matter when it took place. You, you really had to, to plot your way into places. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. it was, but that was. There are there are fundamental things that that have been introduced in video games that are now non negotiable. Uh, the new Zelda game evidently involves a lot of really weird fuckery with with physics, fusing things. Well, together. not to, not the fusing. The one I was reading about is that you can you can fuck with time, so you can you can lower something. And then, f- and then get on it and reverse time and ride it up. Mm. And, and not just that. You can go through rock and, and, and platforms and things. So you, you're, you're no-clipping in the game intentionally, which is, in a way, it's kind of horrifying that they've decided that, fuck it, we're just going to let you no-clip your way through as much as, as, as necessary to progress through this game. And there's going to be so much going on that you're going to love it. And other game devs are looking at this going, fuck you for giving people no-clip, and now they're going to expect me to do no-clip in my game. This is bullshit. 
But I gotta so, say, for for Assassin's Creed, though, at least by the time the Origins comes around, there's no grappling. Is there no grappling? No, no they, they, right, they, they, they really What happens in, in Origins though is you're basically Spider-Man. Yeah. You can you can just climb on anything. It's, there's no and need was, for a grappling yeah, hook because and, you can just like whatever. Yeah. You just grab everything. And the parkour is, is still basically well, everything was sandstone with gigantic handholds yeah. yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. So, but still, it was it, the game is it was it was a fundamental. It was a paradigm shift, yeah, in, the, in so many ways. The, I thought I was going to roll my eyes hard when they introduced Leonardo da Vinci as yep. the person who comes to your tech, but they do it well, and the character is well done. He's and, you, a cool guy. and he's not always there. You just end up going to places where Leonardo da Vinci is in actual history. Yeah, so he, he ends up getting shipped off to Venice, and eventually you end up in Venice and you meet back up. If so. I can, if I can add a little aside, yes, please, right here, the the most recent. Your Dead to Me podcast, which is one of my favorite history podcasts. Oh, really? Um, features Dara O'Brien. Oh. And they're talking about Leonardo da Vinci. Really? And it is fucking hilarious. I, I don't mean, doubt it. Be, I can imagine he's got recommend some, that. Some Dara O'Brien can't be not fucking hilarious. He's, he's got some opinions. We're going we're gonna to go see him in September. I was going to oh, say, nice. he's coming he's to coming, town. Yeah, he's coming to town. Anyway, sorry. Um, but no, no, no. That's it's it's just in in they in, struck a good balance between Desmond and Ezio. Yeah. Um and Desmond isn't just walking around a room in Abstergo like he was in Assassin's Creed 1. Yeah, like you had three rooms wild. in one. Yeah. In 2, you have the escape from Abstergo. Like literally it starts at the end of 1 and the 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 girl who I can't remember her name now Lucy. escort like gets you out. Yeah, Lucy gets you out and it's the escape from Abstergo and you start having the bleed over where you can use the eagle vision and whatnot. Yeah. Side note, they called her Lucy because the original vision for the trilogy <clears throat> would be that the when the solar solar flare wipes out life on Earth, uh Desmond and Lucy are in a s in a satellite basically or in a spaceship and they're gonna become the new Adam and Eve. And they called her Lucy after the the anthropo- anthro- oh, anthropocene yeah. uh, the skeleton they found woman. Yeah, yeah. so that's why they called her Lucy. Thank you. I was I was going to fuck that up. I knew you'd you'd tell that. Out. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's it was it was a huge deal. And despite the fact that the things changed <coughs> afterwards, and the game changed, the the series changed dramatically in service of capitalism and in, in yeah. to continue a game. And it, I'm glad that they at least stepped back from the annualization because, you know, reading reading about it on Wikipedia, it was kind of fascinating because even Brotherhood and uh, Revelations were were they started as side projects. They weren't even mm. supposed to be full games because they were they were originally going to just go one two three, and they developed full games out of them and they and they were solid as well i mean they're they're assassin's creed yeah. 2 brotherhood and revelations is such a good arc for Ezio. Yeah. like but you know the, the brotherhood and revelations they kind of feel like full games but they're still they're, there's a strong narrative in there and, yeah. and they're i especially loved when they went to turkey in the third one which mm. really was an amazing place like running around the Hagia sophia and all of that it was it was incredible so you know, and it's a, it's a continuing series, and and I'll defend I'll defend Black Flag Four and its animus stuff. I loved I I honestly loved the 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 real world elements where you were 
walking around the dev team and you know wandering around the office and trying to hack into other people's this computers. This is basically Ubisoft. Picking now. up, we're yeah, just, you're picking up. Ubisoft, it was yeah. it was like Ubisoft acknowledging that they're kind of the evil empire. In After a, way. a hard day of having to read emails from people <laughs> that I don't want to read emails yeah. from, going into a game and reading emails from people I don't want to read emails <laughs> from really stink. Uh, I, but God damn it. And, 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 you know, as much as I love to, when you, and I, I had to look this up. I thought three had them, but three did not have the shanties. It was, it no, was introduced in three, Black Flag. Yeah, and then had rudimentary, in, uh, sailing yeah, in it but uh, for certain songs. things. One of which was finding the wreck of Ezio's ship. Right. Uh, which was where I was really, I was on board with three up to that point. And I got this thing. It was great. And then after that, three just kind of fell apart. Like yeah. there was no yeah. real, and, and crooks for Black Flag, uh, dope as hell, and the shant- the shanties. Oh my god, the fucking shanties! And then again, as much as I love four and I loved Origins, Odyssey was amazing. Odyssey, Odyssey lives on the sh- stands on the shoulders of two. You know, like everything that that all the promise of of Assassin's Creed two, Odyssey and Origins both truly delivered. And and I I just find I found I connected more in Odyssey. Largely because I played as Cassandra, which was, oh, yeah, uh, was, was reportedly the that was the original idea was it was only going to be Cassandra. And then they said, no, no, you got to let people choose. And they went, All right, fine, you can be the twin instead. But uh, it's so much more satisfying. I, I, it was it was fine if it wasn't just chase after your idiot brother. But I I, I got into it. I don't know. And, I, it, and, and I, the, the world was was I was at arm's length stunning. the whole time. I, the, okay. uh, Origins, Bayek. Yes, yeah. I was totally there. I was inside Bayek's skin for the entirety of it. But Cassandra, I loved bits of it. But anything to do with the main plot, I'm just like, oh, I also played all of the, the DLC. I didn't play the DLC on, on Origins, the extended stuff. Yeah. Because that was the, the playing against the gods, fighting the gods. Yeah, I have played a bunch of that. It's super hard. Mm-hmm. It is. Like, I, I think that I was the also never part of the goal it. with that was was, yeah. it was meant to be more challenging and not about yeah. the narrative. Whereas the DLC for Odyssey is kind of narratively important yeah. because she's she's still alive in the present until she gives up the, the, the yeah, scepter. That's the, scepter. That gets, you know, it gets super weird. Yeah, it gets extremely, <laughs> a little much in a lot of ways. Yeah. And that's fair, but I, I really Here comes enjoyed, Cassandra yeah. with gray hair in a business suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Okay. It was yeah, no, twist. I, I, it, 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 Odyssey. I, it had a lot of weird I, bumps. I like I like the weird stuff in it, and I I really was was yeah, happy. Yeah, I like the fact that they swing for the for the fences. Yeah, that stuff. Where it's like now, you know it what? Just give, you, but do your weird shit. It's like you know, just to, as a, as a side thing, the the insane weapon crafting or weapon management and, and armor management was it was it was a bit much. But I feel it's another one of those things where they feel like. Some people demand all this crazy, all these crazy options for for loadouts and armor yeah. and poison versus fire versus. Oh, you're gonna love that. Valhalla. Yeah, Assassin's oh, Creed Two, where you could double hidden blade kill people in a crowd. That was it. Was where uh, I'm like, why? Why wasn't this in one? Yeah, like one. You the, as soon as you go back to one after playing two, you're like, well, I, I, I could argue that like an assassin wouldn't necessarily want to kill two people at once, but when you do it, it's cool as fuck. When you drop, you do it when you drop on two guards yeah. that are right oh underneath you, and you shank them both, uh. and then you're able to drag them away. Like it, it, you really felt the limitations in one when you you there'd be multiple guards in area you had no real way of dealing with them, yeah. 
and and yeah, and, and that was the beauty of it. Again, they 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 took the foundations that that Assassin's Creed set up, and they they, and they iterated elevated on them. It. Oh yeah. my god, it was so it's still worth playing. It's still part of that uh, Ezio collection. I, which there's is there's a PS4. remastered edition that's, that's the, out. Yeah, that's the collection. Yeah, I, again, you know the guy. I'd love to play that, except for you know the fucking thing that's coming out next week and and continuing to play Destiny and uh, having a job. I don't even. I don't even have a girlfriend. I mean, I wouldn't even be having this conversation if I had a girlfriend. So <laughs> put it on your deck. You know. Yeah. No. I, I. I've. I've got. I've got Origins on my deck, and it runs just fine. What I really want to play though is the Rogue Remastered because I never did play Rogue and in Assassin's Creed. Rogue, I didn't play any of you, those small. You ones. play as a Templar. It's not a. It's not a small one. It's. I mean, it's a. It's not a full title, but it's a full game. It's and because you're playing. It's, if it's not mainline, it, like yeah, the the one in yeah. China, but just the idea that you're playing as a I didn't Templar. even play the one where people's faces didn't render properly. Oh, that was Unity. That one, yeah. yeah. Unity was great, but again, it, it was the idea the that French you were Revolution one. Yeah. You finally got to, f- to play it from the POV of the Templars, which which I feel is, is a is a fascinating idea. Just to remember that they're not just we're the evil bad guys. Mm-hmm. They just had a very different idea of how things would be better. So anyway, so yeah, Assassin's Creed Two is my number three. There we go. Nice, well done. Uh, we've had two Assassin's Creeds in a row. Yep. You can admit, never mind. Never mind. You'll anyway, have to wait until next week we'll to, to see if the until, streak continues. Until two weeks from now. Um, so that'll do it for us. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. As always, you can keep track of everything Operation Puppet does on our link tree. Links are in the show notes. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you. And uh, we will see you in two weeks. You have been listening to Pixels and Puppets, the Operation Puppet podcast. Visit www.operationpuppet.com for all our links, tell your friends, give us a rating wherever you get your podcasts, and join us again because nothing is more entertaining than aging nerds giving their opinions on the internet.